Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country. Please do stay tuned for the comment section after the show. Let's start uh, with our main story today, Taksin Shinawatra. Now, for those of you unaware, Taksin Shinawatra, former exiled, self-exiled uh, prime mm. minister of Thailand, returned to Thailand last Tuesday following years of self-imposed exile abroad. He was sent to prison after the Supreme Court handed him an eight-year prison sentence over past convictions relating to his term as prime minister. However, the DOC said he was transferred from Bangkok Remand Prison to Police General Hospital at 12 a.m. the next day after complaining of chest pain, high blood pressure, and low blood oxygen saturation. Since then, Taksin has been staying at an intermediate care unit on the 14th floor of the hospital's Mahabhumibon Rachunuson 88 Pansa building. Now, a doctor at the medical correction institution who reviewed Taksin's medical records defended the transfer, saying the ex-premier needed to be placed under special observation, given his past history of illness. As the medical cor correctional institution lacked the necessary medical equipment to observe Taksin's health, uh, indicators. However, people are now coming out and asking, is he getting special privileges in jail? The VIP treatment given to Taksin has sparked widespread criticism about the fairness of the correction system, with many saying that Thai prisons reflect the nation's deep social inequalities and in the eyes of the elite are not meant for the wealthy. Ankun Ankana, a former member of the National Human Rights Commission, said the DOC must not give Taksin any special treatment, as other prisoners, especially those who come from a lower socioeconomic background, may feel discriminated against. In a prison, all, in a prison, all prisoners must be e get equal treatment. Now, some people are coming out and saying prison reform. Other political activists are coming out and saying that, uh, where's the proof? Is he really sick? For mm. example, the political activist, activist Kun Jatupon uh, called on the Department of Corrections and the Police General Hospital to disclose CCTV footage to address public concerns surrounding the health condition of the former prime minister. And Jatupon, who has also been imprisoned five times, pound pointed out that all inmates' actions, including their medical treatments and transfers, are documented through CCTV. He stated on the Thailand First program on Peace TV that the footage could reveal whether Taksin's illness is genuine or politically motivated. Is mm. he really sick? Is he not? What, mm. you know, on the floor of the hospital that he's staying, is he smoking cigars? <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he's a prisoner, too. So a lot of people are talking about maybe privacy concerns, CCTV yeah. footage. Well, yeah. he's, if he's a prisoner, then yeah. the privacy concerns kind of go out the window. People were already concerned mm. that uh, he was never going to stay in jail for too long. And uh, it seems like uh, he didn't. Mm -hmm. He fell sick. Mm. Allegedly. Well, I'm sure there's more to that story very soon. We'll keep you updated on thetiger.com. For now, continuing <laughs> on the track of politics, let's talk about uh, Pitalim Jarunrat. Yeah, so Thailand's opposition is in complete disarray as MFP and Pita have rejected the leadership role of opposition. So uh, chaos has engulfed the Democrat Party as the top opposition role remains unclear. This comes after the MFP, the largest opposing party, expressed disinterest in the role, likely to keep their deputy House, deputy House Speaker seat. The Democrat Party spokesman, Kun Ramet, stated that technically the right to assume the opposition leader role falls to Pita, the leader of the largest minority party. However, the MFP retains the freedom to to accept or reject the prestigious opposition seat. Furthermore, the party can choose to maintain or relinquish its current Deputy House Speaker post in return for the opposition leader role. 
PETA, in a media interview, made uh, known that neither he nor his party is interested in leading the opposition. He maintained that the MFP was not elected to be the opposition leader, but pledged that this party would actively work to oppose the new leadership, preparing for a strong victory in the next election four years from now. He said, quote, if I choose not to take the opposition leader role, our party's MP uh, for Pitsanulok, uh, Padipat Sundipada, would retain his deputy house speaker seat. The MFP's change in status following the Thai party's Tavisin's prime ministerial appointment raised questions about Paripad Sundipada's potential resignation. According to Section 106 of the Charter, the opposition leader is appointed from the largest party in that camp. None of the opposition party's MPs can serve as cabinet members, uh, House Speaker, or Deputy Speaker. Therefore, with Paripad currently serving as the first Deputy House Speaker, the MFP holding 151 seats cannot legally lead the opposition. So, uh, yeah, this is a, a funny thing. And another mm. one of those principal stances that the MFP is sort of like hinging on, rather than exchanging for political power now, yeah. they're just holding their ground and hoping that by holding their ground, they'll maintain their popularity for the next election cycle. Yeah, uh, bold strategy. Uh, mm. It's it's a little sad and funny at the same time when I mm. hear because uh, this was something I said four years ago. Mm -hmm. So actually, oh, um, no. when 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 Tanaton and and his party, which was not the Move Forward Party, it was the Future Forward Party, mm -hmm. I believe, uh, he was the Pitalim Jaranrat of that time. Mm -hmm. And people thought that, yeah, he's so progressive, he's, he's a billionaire, he's going to bring Thailand to the next thing. And then one way or another, they called, mm -hmm. you know, they, they basically took him out of politics for like a couple of years. They called, I forgot what it is, but basically uh, he couldn't stand for prime minister anymore and we were like mm -hmm. it's fine you know uh the future forward party they have another four years to basically mm -hmm. uh, get back in it and then with the mfp and pita we thought this is it and now it's like oh they came closer progress has been made mm -hmm. but another four years will <coughs> yeah will they'll, they'll eventually win happens all the time in american politics you or get disappointed you wait four more years that's what happens but and i will say to get disappointed again sure but yeah. it does feel a little different this time pita is more of a rock star than uh, anything that they've had on this side before so feels like the first mm. time mm. on that note uh, we're gonna move <laughs> on <laughs> to our next story and uh yes uh this is everyone's favorite this is in flight drama now, passengers were ejected off a Thai Vietjet flight recently from Vietnam to Thailand. Mm -hmm. What happened? <laughs> uh, there's even updates uh, regarding this story. Mm. Now, uh, from the original story, a woman uh, from a group of comp uh, complaining people on social media uh, was criticizing air hostess and cabin crew for refusing to help her carry the luggage. Uh, and a prominent YouTuber and influencer known as Ben Zapache recently recounted the same dramatic incident aboard a flight from Vietnam to Thailand. Now, basically what happened was that mm. this lady was needed help to lift her bag and uh, store it in the cabin. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently and allegedly the cabin crew didn't help her, which uh, started an entire uh, row. Mm -hmm. And uh, quite a few people were actually ejected from the airline before takeoff. Hmm. Uh, and uh, now this influencer who happened to be on board uh, mm -hmm. recounts a story and says uh, that there were 16 Thai passengers who were asked to disembark the plane following a dispute with the cabin crew over assistance with luggage. The woman justified that the air hostess sh uh, should help her since she was asking for help. Additionally, the woman said that she didn't like the tone of the air hostess. Uh, now... Um, 
Akradech, uh, Ben Zapache, who was also on board the same flight, shared a different side of the story. Mm. He detailed how the dispute began over a request uh, from the female passenger to help with her luggage as well. Mm. Which is, I guess that part is true, mm. which escalated into a heated argument. The disagreement led to a group of passengers loudly voicing their dissatisfaction with the cabin crew's response, resulting in the entire group being asked to leave <laughs> the plane. So it seems like quite a few people didn't like the response of the cabin crew, and they started voicing their opinions as well, like, hey, how, are you, how come you're behaving this way, which uh, got them all kicked out. Yeah. So it's more of a he said, she said. Seems like it feels like one of those like escalations at a party where like one person says something yeah. and another person says something back and then all the friends get involved yeah. and all of a sudden well obviously we're all kicked yeah off it, the was, plane. It, was, it was a chaotic and disruptive uh, situation and it stated that only three to four people in the group were confrontational uh-huh. uh huh while the rest just kind of watched and calm uh, were calm and polite after the group was asked to disembark one of the male passengers allegedly threatened the cabin crew <sighs> bring the names of those four people here they will have to face me they don't know what I do. <laughs> but they'll find out. Threats were made. Threats were made. You don't put my luggage up there. Yeah. I will find you. Well, to be honest, the influencer praised the cabin crew for their professionalism mm. and ability to handle the situation. He stated that he felt compelled to share the story to provide a counterpoint to any potential complaints the crew might receive. Mm. So he's actually on the side of the cabin crew. Mm-hmm, mm. uh, so it seems like this influencer is saying that these group of people were the notorious... Uh, Come on, I'm always on the side of the cabin crew. They, they're there every day doing this stuff every day, dealing yeah. with crazy people every day. Yeah. Usually, I think the crazy people are the passengers, generally, it mm. seems like in these stories. So yeah. I will give the benefit of the doubt myself. But yeah. right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, let's know if you've ever faced a crazy situation on board a flight mm-hmm. uh, and or what airline's cabin crew is the best. Yeah, send us your videos. <laughs> For now, we're going to move on to our next story, uh, taking us to Padia and its nightclubs. Yeah, so uh, Padia Nightclub has gotten in some hot water for a very risque uh, show that they're putting on, and now they're facing calls for censorship. Mm. So a wave of concern has swept across social media. Oop. What's that? Censorship in Padilla? How oh, dare you? I know. He's taking all the fun away. Yeah. Now, a wave of concern is swept across social media in Padilla, sparked by a woman's invitation to an erotic show at a local nightclub. The woman, known only as Kat, shared her post on her personal Facebook page, encouraging people to attend her risque performance with a male partner at the new Season 88 Club. Alongside her call to action, she posted a video clip from a previous show that has since stirred controversy. In the contentious video, Kat is seen clad in a bikini while her male partner is in, her underwear, in his underwear both engaging in suggestive behavior. Despite the provocative nature of the clip, it is worth noting that there was no explicit nudity or sexual actions present. The nightclub in question, situated on Padilla's third road in North Padilla, is strictly for patrons over the age of 20. Social media users have expressed unease over the video, with some labeling it as pornographic. They argue that the video may violate Computer Crimes Act, stating it may not be suitable for younger viewers. However, it remains unclear why a young social media user would be browsing an adult nightclub page. Critics further argue that the explicit nature of the video and erotic shows tarnish Padilla's reputation as a family-friendly tourist city. Should be noted, however, that Padilla has a thriving nightlife industry catering to legal adults, which plays a significant role in driving the local economy. The industry, although popular, faces opposition from conservative and religious quarters of society. The controversy, they argue, seems misplaced, particularly since the venue caters exclusively to an adult audience. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, Padilla has a uh, an established <laughs> reputation as a family-friendly place, right? Like, <laughs> I was just thinking to myself. I was watching the video. I was horrified in the sense that it's a bit graphic for the morning. We're blurring it out, right? I don't know. Le- <laughs> technically, they're clothed, and what they're doing is... Uh, 
a performance okay. uh, which is out in the public. We've still found a, a way to blur it, but mm. even while watching that early in the morning with, the, with my morning cup of coffee, I was like, "Woo, that's <laughs> spit take." Yeah, that's <laughs> slightly, <laughs> slightly hot in here. Yeah, raunchy. Well, I think the thing is, right? The performance itself yeah. is probably fine at its venue. It's yeah. just how they're advertising it on social media. It's a family-friendly city. Yeah, <laughs> we know you can bring the whole family to this. No, you can't actually. Twenty yeah. and only. Twenty yeah. and over only. This is this is what sometimes gets annoying. Like mm. there, there there is a big uh, red light district in Paria, and that's cool. But there's yeah. so much more to the city, and it's things like this that come out in the news, yeah. and and surely everyone's going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And this is what people see about Paria, and this is why that image will never get <laughs> uh, go anywhere. Yeah, I mean it's it's just so entrenched in that kind of culture, and people that's what people think about. Like there you know, this is like dry humping as a performance. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, why? Why in the open at least, right? Well, like at, le- at least keep it on the side. Because the weird thing is, last time when we went to Padilla, mm. we walked by Walking Street. We saw some uh, some tourists. Uh, there was some a uh, tourist, one or two tourists. I saw they had a baby stroller with their baby in the oh, stroller. Yeah. They were walking past Walking Street, and I was just like. Okay, that's a funny experience, I guess, for the kid. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta traumatize them you somehow. You see the lights, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like it. I mean, they've tried to make the city family friendly. They've tried to make it a Muslim hub. They've tried to make it a, into a medical kind of thing. And yeah, all three of those things can happen. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you've got people humping each other. Yeah, I'm not on sure. On video, I come say, on. I say come lean on, in, Padia. No, come no, on. no. Go the other way. Just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard yeah. to change. Just keep it hush hush. Yeah. For anyone wondering uh, if. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that video and I was like, wow, we're actually showing this. Okay. Yeah. I w- but, I d- hey, but then again, it's real. We can't make this stuff no, up. No, I just picked the stories. I don't know what the footage looks like until I <laughs> go back and watch that I footage. Know. You'll be horrified. No, I saw a little bit. I was like, wow. Just in the morning, for anyone who has no idea what's going on, they just like click on the live show and they just see two people humping each other and they're like, this is what the tiger's gotten to. <laughs> Th- this is how far low we've come. Anything for the clicks, baby. Here we go. Please like and subscribe. Hey, right. <laughs> don't blame us for what's viral in Thailand. Yeah. You have now been informed. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to our last story. Hopefully leave on a high. Uh, and we're mm-hmm. going to talk about some good Samaritans in Thailand. Yeah, indeed. So uh, there was a a suicide scare for a Mm. distressed intern, but some good Samaritans were nearby and were able to talk her down from making that decision. So an intern student distressed to the point of attempting suicide by running into traffic and self-harming with a knife was rescued by good Samaritans. The alarming mental state of the young woman, identified only as Da, a 21-year-old student undergoing an internship, was reported around 11 p.m. yesterday uh, near uh, Praia Banlu Gate in Nontambori. After at the suicide attempt scene, locals were seen consoling the visibly distressed Da, who was sitting by the roadside, silent and withdrawn, with a phone in her hand. The rescue team from Potek Tong Foundation spent uh, around 30 minutes comforting her before a colleague arrived to escort her back to her accommodation. An eyewitness named Nu narrated that he was on his way to meet a friend when he came across the young woman lying unconscious on the ground with a knife, and a nearby rider was trying to assist. Upon inquiry, the rider informed Nu that the woman had tried to slit her throat, prompting him to intervene. Nu didn't engage in conversation with the woman as she didn't respond to his questions and appeared to be in a state of shock, possibly suffering from depression. Uh, now, Kun Suchada, an officer from the Potek Tung Foundation, stated that they received a call about a young 
young woman aged roughly 21 years, attempting to run into traffic and exhibiting signs of depression and stress. She was unresponsive to most questions, leading the team to contact her mother and inform her of Da's need for medication and depressive symptoms. It is suspected that she was facing personal stressors. Some inquiries were answered, but most were not. So Charlie expressed that she rarely encounters such suicide attempt incidents and wished to remind the young woman to prioritize self-love and family love as her mother is deeply concerned. If you or anyone you know is in emotional distress, please contact the Samaritans of Thailand 24-hour hotline at 02-713-6791 for English or 02-713-6793 for Thai. Very nice to see people helping when uh, this thing is, uh, yeah. you know, the, the rat race can get mm. to anybody, man, mm. especially interns yeah. who I feel like are starting out their careers, probably under a lot of pressure, a lot of mm. stress. And uh, it would just be tragic to see somebody like that yep. so young. And and the the suicide rate actually was quite alarming uh, mm. after the pandy in in, oh, in yeah. Thailand especially. Um, and uh, it's good to see that, you know, there's some success stories. We've mm. we've said a lot of stories about you know the suicide rate going up, people, you know, throwing mm. themselves off the buildings mm. and stuff like that. But every now and then, it's good to see that uh, you know some responders can actually help people. Yeah, I mean, um, people looking out for each other. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what's happy about this story is that yeah. you know we saw someone in distress. She's clearly nobody makes that decision lightly, Absolutely. obviously. So Absolutely. it's important to know that there are yeah. people there for you. Well, yeah, mm. ladies and gentlemen, those were some of the news topics from across Thailand today. Um, for more news stories, please uh, visit thetiger.com. For now, uh, let's uh, discuss and have some conversations with our uh, lovely live mm, members who are watching section. us right now. Yeah, yeah. members